Oh, this is such a tough spot. Like, imagine your girlfriend had called you for like months. I don't, I don't know how long this went on, but I'm just going to role play here for a second. Imagine your girlfriend or your friend had called you for months and was like, "Hey, I'm pretty sure that my partner is cheating on me," and with this one specific person, and you two were never able to like quite pinpoint it the truth if it was happening or not. Then all of a sudden. You walk in to a restaurant and you see this. Are you going to say something? Are you? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's the right move or not. We'll talk about it today with Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Yep, today is the 20th of April, also known as 420 for those that partake. We got an email at work today, by the way, that said, nope, I'll read at the end of the show. I'll I'll read you the email we got about talking about marijuana on the radio. Anyway, uh, we're a podcast that's based in three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Hi. God, I am so dehydrated right now. I went to lunch at Chili's. If you follow the radio show, I just said, come on the air. And this was supposed to be. This is just how dumb radio is sometimes. So Jess had come on the air and said that she was pissed because Chili's changed their chicken fingers. Uh-huh. And then she was like, this is the chicken fingers I grew up with. I went to Chili's and they didn't have them anymore. And I was so upset. You know, just typical dramatic Jess. <laughs> and uh, we talked about it, I know, like on all the podcasts this week. So this story is old, forgive me, but mm-hmm. I'll get to the point of why this is up to date now. As I, so we, we, Chili's found one more batch basically of this batter they used to use to make the old one. They shipped it to Maryland to like make Jess like the very final batch of these chicken fingers for. Oh, God. And it was just, it just dumb, you know, yuck, yuck radio stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, so I go to Chili's today, right? I'm, I, I can't remember the last, I used to love to go to Chili's before I became vegan. And then I mm-hmm. just, <laughs> the fried pickles were so good. Their appetizers mm-hmm. were so good. Loved it. Haven't been in years though. And my God. So as a vegan walking into Chili's, and some of y'all asked me, because by the way, my four year vegan anniversary, I realized was earlier this month. And like you guys ask, you're like, hey, so is, uh, you know, do you ever cheat on anything? Do you ever, you know, how, how, how much, how strict do you follow it? And all, I mean, I've been pretty, I would say I'm probably 99%, 98% stayed dead on. Every now and then something sneaks in that I don't realize is there till it's too late, you know, like you're looking, it's like, oh my God, that egg in it mm-hmm. uh, or whatever. But I, I don't, purposely go out and be like, oh, well, I'm just gonna have a cheat day and eat some meat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really does. It can, it can cause issues sometimes. And I realize that Chili's is one of those locations that it can cause issues. So literally all I could have for lunch today, and this is, I'm like, literally like, I'm just swollen up right now. It's like, all I could eat was <laughs> chips and salsa. I had like two baskets of chips and salsa. Oh, God. Which I already know is like my, my go-to, right? Uh-huh. It's like my, uh, oh boy. Uh, I don't know, my, my vice, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so, and, that, and all I could really eat was like a, a, a salad, basically. Like it's almost like a side salad. They put some tortilla strips on top of it for me to fancy it up a little bit. Oh, God, more tortilla so, chips. I'm just a little, uh, <laughs> little, 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 uh, little dehydrated over here today, oh, y'all. A little, de- a little dehydrated. His voice feels even kind of a little weird over here. <laughs> sounds like uh, my trip to Taco Mac. Yeah, couple of weeks ago with my friend Kim, and she brought me a gluten-free menu, but everything on the gluten-free menu had meat. 
Mm-hmm. And so I ended up eating, um, it was a vegetarian taco, like black beans with lettuce and maybe tomato on a bed of lettuce because they had no <laughs> no kind of gluten-free tortilla or corn shell or anything. I feel like typically Mexican restaurants are pretty easy. Yeah, I know. This was hard. They did have gluten-free tortilla chips, though, which she did bring. And I could eat the guacamole and I could eat the salsa. So I was about like you. So I had a little lettuce with a few black beans on it. Ever want to eat uh, another chip in my life? I feel like I think I'm good. I think I'm good on the chips. Before. I know. Yeah, I'm good on chips there for a minute. Um, my favorite I, thing, though. I love this. You know, I don't think anyone's ever hurt themselves in a more simplistic way. And I don't know if this is a f- – no, this is this – is, you know, I was going to do an episode of – so this is 40, but I don't even think this is 40. This has happened to me before, and I'm like, what the f- – how is this possible? Like, no, you'll you'll never meet anyone in your whole entire life that injured themselves the way I injured myself hmm. yesterday. Hmm. So I just going along on my night. Everything's fine. Everything's great. I actually get into bed kind of early. Proud of myself. Take mm-hmm. my melatonin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go go uh, again. Everything feels fine in my body. Everything feels absolutely fine. I go and I like kind of plop down on my bed, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, like I'm like, ooh, like it's kind of hurt. No, like, that's where? weird. Like, and, and again, like I've got a, I've got like on my butt, like where I sat. And oh, I'm like, that's I'm like that's kind of weird. Like what? What happened? Because all I did, y'all, honestly, all all I did, all I literally did was just sit on my mattress. No bullshit. And I kind of plopped probably. I'm sure I probably, and again, in hindsight, I don't know, but I'm, I'm guessing I, I plopped down in, on the mattress. Yo, I'm, I'm about, I'm either, so there's one, either one of two things happened. Number one, I either bruised my tailbone on your sitting mattress? down on my mattress, or I might have rectal cancer. And I'm not sure which <laughs> oh one of these two is true. <laughs> I'm willing to put like 60-40 on it right now, 60-40, because neither of those literally make sense. (laughs) True? I mean, is it right? So like I all of a sudden I was like, shit, like – I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what do. the deal is. I literally <laughs> just plopped down, y'all. And like, so the only reason I know that this is this is a similar feel is because back when I used to live in Arizona, I I had the same – all of a sudden, like, I, I went just to plop down in a chair and uh-huh. my – and it was kind of a harder chair. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of like a, like a cheap thing, like a cheap uh, – I don't even know what I'd say, Ikea-type chair. But it, it had padding in it, but not much. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, like – oh, like I remember kind of just plopping a little harder than usual. Uh-huh. And I uh, I literally – I like bruised my tailbone and that shit hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever bruised your tailbone before, but like this thing – these things are like almost impossible to heal. Oh. Like it's just like – it just takes so long to heal, especially because I can't take Advil, right? So like, mm-hmm. so now, I mean, here's here's the options of what you, what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and I don't know, I don't know if it's a bruised tailbone. I don't know. Like you would think that, that a human would be able to sit on a mattress and be okay, <laughs> right? Like you wouldn't think that, that any human would be able to really hurt themselves. No. That way, no. Um, but I'm assuming that's what I did was that, that I literally just bruised my tailbone sitting down on it. I I don't mm. know. Um, so I told this story on the Uncensored podcast. So forgive me if I. Uh, so I mean, it's painful, right? I can't take mm-hmm. Advil. So the only thing I could think to do uh, uh, yesterday morning was that I was going to use some uh, Tiger Balm. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what Tiger Balm is, it's like a think of like a Bengay. It's like mm-hmm. an anti-inflammatory type 
cream. And so I, because it hurts, it hurts to sit, it hurts to stand, it hurts to sleep. Like it just, everything hurts. Is that one of those so, hot, cold things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns yeah. real hot on you. Then, yeah, real yeah. cold. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I like rub some on my, this is before I went into the radio show. Uh-huh. I rub some on my tailbone uh-huh. and I don't think that, you, well, I'm sure you do, but I didn't, I was just not thinking. I just needed some kind of relief, right? Uh-huh. So I, I didn't realize how close the tailbone is to your, your, your butthole. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't even tell me. Don't even and what tell happens, me this crazy. What happens that I didn't, I didn't even think about this was uh. that when you're, uh, and we're, we're, we're talking straight biology at this point, people. Okay. I know the butthole is probably not the appropriate term, but I don't know. Anus. I don't know. So when you're, when you put some cream that like burns on your tailbone, it's, you know, typically fine. Cause it's not like a, it's not like a runny gel. Right. The problem is, is that your butt cheeks got to close again and that heats up. I'm assuming, I don't know. This is <laughs> like heats up the, the gel. Oh, no. And then the gel um, runs oh, no. runs down into your to your butthole, <laughs> anus. So um, did you run into the radio station fanning your it's butt? Just, it's just been burning. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry to laugh because I know that is painful. But so I uh, – Oh, only you. Only it's you. It's just uh, – Why do you do these crazy things? I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know how you hurt yourself. And I, I would almost listen. I would almost challenge anybody listening to call and tell me about a way you hurt yourself in a more simplistic <laughs> way than just sitting on a mattress. Like what? In the, and maybe there's something. Maybe there's a nurse listening. Like, and so I honestly, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm honestly a little bit nervous because I'm like, is it like, like they, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Uh-huh. So like. It, then so of course what do I do is I Google it because uh-huh, I'm a crazy person. Doctor Google. And what does it say? It's like you might have rectal cancer. Oh no! I'm serious. I'm really not trying to be funny right now. It's, no. Um, it's it's pretty serious, you know. So, mm. uh, I don't. I just I, you have to admit neither of those really make a lot of sense. So mm. I don't know what else it would really be. Mm. Um, so. That's uh that's been my that was my my Wednesday. Does it was, hurt more or more or less now? It hurts the same. Oh. I mean, this, I remember last time this took like um like months to heal. No. <sighs> so. Well, did you go to the doctor last time? I think I went to the chiropractor. Maybe I don't remember, but I remember it was just mm. something that just had to kind of heal over time. Oh. So I don't know if anyone's done this before. I I talked to a woman at work and she's like, Oh yeah, I did that one time when I fell really hard on concrete. I'm like, I literally sat down on a mattress. Like what the fuck? How is, how is this my life right now? Like, I don't know. So I'm going to give it a couple days and see if it starts to feel better, but Mm. just a little, um, a little paranoid over here. Just a little Mm -hmm. hypochondriac. A little freaking out. (sighs) (laughs) The only other thing you can do for it. I remember is you can, uh, sit on a like a donut kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not doing that either. Like that's uh-uh. not that's not gonna be I can see you right now sitting on a donut in the studio. No, it's not happening. Uh-uh. <laughs> um I we talk we talk a lot about life, right? That the the uh podcast, the principles of the podcast, like I said, were live, laugh, love, which we talk about life a lot and what's happening. 
Mm-hmm. Thought you might find this, and I want to see, Mom, if you can guess what these these answers are. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh oh. There's a poll that came out today when I was prepping the radio show. This could be good for uh, certified mama's boy. Hmm. Um, they ask what the top everyday intense life moments are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want you to see if you can guess what people said these were. Okay. Intense life moments, mm-hmm. everyday intense life moments. Okay, so this is not like out of the blue kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? What do you think they are? Um, childbirth. Childbirth did not make what? the list. That's not an everyday thing. Oh, everyday thing. I'll give you. I'll give you a few at the bottom of the list to get you started. Okay. okay. Uh, and these are okay, these can be good or these can be bad. They're just intense moments. Something that happens um, every day, typically. Yeah. No. Intense every, oh, or, gotcha. not every day, but like, but like common. This is common, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, number number fifteen on this list. I'll give I'll give you the t- fifteen to ten just to get you started here. Okay. Uh, finding some forgotten money in, in your pocket. Oh yeah. Great intense moment, right? Yeah. Like why why does that feel so good? I don't know. Yeah. But it's it the does. Best. Um. Number 14 is watching a sex scene in a TV show or a movie with your parents or your kids, depending on which side it's on, (laughs) which is always uncomfortable. Yes. I I remember, God, I remember too, this is like where I started to realize maybe there's a problem is (laughs) I was driving in the car with my mom one time. I'm sure you don't remember this mom, but uh, Usher's Nice and Slow came on, the song Nice and Slow. Uh And I was like, Wow, maybe this song is inappropriate because, and I, I was probably 16, 17. I was like, maybe this song is inappropriate because I'm literally like blushing as it's like, it's like on to like with my mom in the car. I'm like, this is not. Well, I know you don't remember that song. But every, everyone in my, my age demographic, you know what I'm talking about. I imagine your mom like sitting right next to you. It's really uncomfortable. Uh, 13 is, is sending a message to the wrong. Uh, the wrong chat or the wrong text message. Ooh, so intense, email. right? Mm-hmm. Worst feeling. 12 is uh, the series finale of your favorite show. It's mm. a very intense feeling that you get, right? It's so yeah. kind of sad. It's yeah. over. Uh, meeting your celebrity crush or idol. I guess that's not really an everyday kind of thing, but they mm-hmm. say that's uh, that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do you think, Mom? Give me give me what you think the top five may be. And again, these aren't, I guess these aren't everyday moments, but nobody's mm-hmm. having a kid, which is surprising. Yeah. Um, how about running into an old friend unexpectedly? It's not it. Not on that. Nope. See that one. Think of something else. To me. Um, yeah. Doesn't have to be. It's just it's just intense everyday moments. Uh, having a delightful dessert. <laughs> okay, I'll give you top five. Uh, number five is getting a. Lord, uh, we're gonna be here all day. Um, getting in a fight with your family. Number five, super intense. Oh. Number four is your wedding day, right? Super intense. Oh, that's not not an every everyday day. Thing I know. Either. I don't know where they, where they came up with this, yeah. but all of these, though, I promise you, are are even just saying these. I guarantee you, these are all going to evoke some kind of emotion in you. Because when I went through this list, I'm like, damn, they all do. You know, mm. uh, number three is buying a property. Oh yeah, that's exciting. Buying property, but that's not every uh, day. Number two is, is is a breakup or a divorce. Oh. And number one is moving. Moving your house. Um, oh. God, I know that. I'll, I'll go through a few more because I know all these will probably evoke some kind of emotion. Uh, being proposed to or proposing. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching your team play in a make or break kind of match mm-hmm. or game. That's exciting. Uh, 
getting a promotion, they said, mm-hmm. uh, falling over, falling over in public oh. uh, and, and then getting a pet. I know all of these mm. things, like if you think of all of those, it, it brings up some type of intense emotion mm-hmm. in your body. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And I thought about it, like, that's, that's true. Like, all of those should have made you feel something mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something else we talked about on the radio show today, which like <laughs> people got so mad at me. <laughs> but I want you to really think about this. And I, I feel like y'all are a cooler crowd anyway. Um, oh, yeah. The We're came the best up, crowd. You're the best. They're, your radio listeners are a little intense sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I asked the question, I said, if you're in a place which provides service, whose job is it to clean up after your kids? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like, what's the, what's the right answer. I'm saying like, what would you actually do in these situations? Right. Mm-hmm. It came up because there was a baseball player that tweeted a picture. Uh, he was on a United flight and he's on there with his two daughters and mm-hmm. he tweeted a picture and he said, my, um, I'm, I'm disappointed, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. I'm disappointed in United Airlines because they're making my wife, my 22 week old, uh, 22 week pregnant wife, clean up the popcorn that my kids dropped. What? And so his s- s- sentiment basically was the flight. He felt like the flight attendants should have picked up the popcorn that his kids that his kids dropped. He should have and, picked up the damn popcorn. That's well, terrible. I mean, I don't <laughs> I'm know. Sorry. I don't know the I don't know the right answer on this. And again, I mean I think we all know like like the morally correct thing would have been sure to pick up your kids' popcorn. But what percentage of people are actually going to do that? And I equated the same idea to the like taking your kids to a restaurant uh-huh. actually I, I came up with a couple different ideas different and because i really want to know what you would have done in this i don't think most parents would have done this honestly i don't know that most parents would have picked up that popcorn off the ground um, the kid mm-hmm. didn't drop like a whole bag of popcorn now keep yeah, in mind they would have just the, left it there they the um uh the air fly, the airplane airline served popcorn right mm-hmm. so it's not like they brought the popcorn on and mm-hmm. the kid didn't drop popcorn but you know how kids are i mean how even i would you know if you're eating popcorn oh, it's yeah. like you're eating fast yeah you're gonna drop some right yeah so apparently they you know made made them clean up their own popcorn okay mm-hmm. I, I i honestly don't think that that majority of parents would have cleaned up that popcorn i don't mm-hmm. i really don't think so think right. is it rude to assume that, that people should clean up after your kids no mm-hmm. but do i understand yes like mm-hmm. I just I think that most parents are going to do that. So I'll give you a couple more scenarios that I came up with during the show today and see how you feel about these. So let's say that you are uh, at a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And that your kid makes a mess underneath their stool mm-hmm. or their high chair, whatever you call it. You're not going to clean up after them. No, you're, you're, you're going not. you're going to 100 percent expect a server or a bus person or a cleaner, whoever, right. to clean up after their kid. Right? Would you agree that most parents would probably leave that mess for the server? Yes. I don't think you're going to go back in the back and get a broom. No. Hey, like you might, you may have this, and wipe it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You may have this pity, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Can uh-huh. I help you? Right. Yeah, but you're not going to do it. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to do it. Tip a little I'll give extra. You, <laughs> I'll give you another scenario. Uh, imagine you take your kids to the movie theaters mm-hmm. and they drop popcorn on the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. You could also argue. Listen, it's not. It's not the job of the movie theater attendant mm-hmm. to come in there and clean up after your kid if your kid's made a mess, right? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they're obviously well, there to do, do this and that. I mean, we're not going to crawl around on the floor. That was nasty. Not was one of y'all. Nasty floors. Not one of y'all. Your of kids. Okay, how about this? Your kids. Your kids <laughs> drop. A, how about this? this? This may be more. This may be more. Let's, let's take out popcorn. <laughs> let's say your kids get like a box of Skittles, uh-huh. and <laughs> the Skittles drop and they fall everywhere. Yeah. I guarantee you, Mm-mm. not one of y'all is going to get down on the floor Mm-mm. and clean up after your kids. You're going to expect <laughs> your kid <laughs> to. Uh, you're expecting the attendant to clean up after your kid. I promise you. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's I'll give true. you. I'll give so you I one take more. Back is, what I said about the guy. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. For yeah. people that are like, for people that are like, oh my god, how could you expect the flight attendant? I really, I 100% think. Well, not 100%. Mm-hmm. I do think there are some people that would probably clean it up, mm-hmm. but I don't think a majority of people would have cleaned up that popcorn. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's nasty right. down there. I'll give you one more. <laughs> Let's say that you're, uh, let's say you're at a grocery store Mm -hmm. and let's say that your kid drops Mm -hmm. a jar of sauce, Uh spaghetti sauce on the ground. Uh You're not going to go clean that up. No. You're 100% going to expect somebody in the store to clean that up for you. Now, is it that person's responsibility to? Mm, Probably. Not really. Not not really. It's not really their job. If you make the mess, I mean, Mm -hmm. I would feel like... The right thing to do would be to help clean it up, right? Mm-hmm. But do you really think that any parent is going to sit there and say, like, bring let me, me get a, that. Bring me a mop G- and yeah, a give broom me a and a dustpan. Listen, listen, mm-hmm. Marcus, go go grab that mop from the back and I'll, <laughs> I'll clean this up for you. Like, no, you're not going to do it. No, but so, I, would, I would be tipping the person that did. I would definitely go get somebody. So then let's go back to my original statement, right? Which mm-hmm. is, I don't think that any of you, if your kid dropped popcorn on a plane, is going yeah. are, are going to get down on your hands and knees and clean it up. I think you're going to mm-hmm. expect a flight. People got so mad. Oh, my God. People are so mad on the radio show today. <laughs> you're so entitled. You're so this. You're so that. Um, and I'm like, no, I'm Did just telling you. Did they say they know. would? Yes. They said, oh, it's, it's my responsibility. I, I absolutely would clean up every single bit of that popcorn. And mm. in a restaurant, I would totally blah, 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 blah. First so. of all, I'm not even sure you can get down there. Certainly, Thank a, you. Certainly a 22-week pregnant woman would have a difficult time. I just, I don't, I, everyone was so outraged by that tweet. And so I'm just like, wait a minute, let's, <laughs> let's really break this down yeah. before you start judging. Look in the mirror. Yeah. What would you really do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. It's from Wayne Dyer. Be miserable or motivate yourself. Whatever has to be done, it's always your choice. It's true. No one's in charge of you but you. So if you are unhappy with anything in your life, you're the one that needs to change it. And there's some of the hardest decisions, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not always. Not always. Listen, well, I, we talked a lot about very difficult. We talked about divorce yesterday, so we won't mm-hmm. talk about a divorce a ton today. But I know it's like literally the, the hardest decision you're ever going to have to make. Probably, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't really can't think. Let me think. Probably like taking a person off of like life support. I oh. think would probably be one of the hardest decisions to ever have to make. Oh. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Uh, but I would say in, in in most of our lifetimes, the hardest decision you're ever probably going to have to make is. Do I want to get a divorce or do I not? Mm-hmm. It's a big one. It's and I don't care if you know which side you're on. It's it's a big decision. It's mm-hmm. a big scary decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I found from not just me but other people in my shoes is that honestly, like 
you really are responsible. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I didn't have kids, so I don't want to sit here and just be like, yeah, all you got to do is just walk out of the house and get divorced. And it's so easy. And that's hard. Right. It's really hard. Yes, especially um, with kids. But this is what I always say. Well, I think we could put this into a lot of different decisions, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, divorce, I would say, is probably the biggest, hardest decision you'll have to make, right? Workplace. I was going to say work's another one, right? Mm-hmm. Like leaving a job is really scary, mm-hmm. um, especially when it's like the unknown. You're not quite sure mm-hmm. what's – you might have another job lined up, which I think most people do. Mm-hmm. But I think there's probably times where you're just like, I just can't do this anymore. I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. What I'm about miserable your friend groups? What if you're in a group of friends yeah. and you really don't enjoy them anymore? How Walking away from a friend. That? You know? Yeah. It's tough. I think we leave ourselves in some really unhappy situations because of the unknown. The unknown sometimes is even scarier. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I was talking to a woman. I think I told this on a podcast the other day. She had reached out to me. She's contemplating getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, I asked, I think I asked the question, like, so what's, you know, what's holding you back? Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm just, I'm scared I'll be alone forever. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I hear that a lot, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's, I remember when I was married, I, I used to always say, like, I think the worst day married is still better than the best day single. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, if I only had insight of how mm-hmm. <laughs> how untrue that statement was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we again, I think I know we talk about this the same topic a lot. But you, it is is it, man? Time's marching on. I'll mm-hmm. be forty this year. I don't know, you ever, mm-hmm. but listen, every year you're getting a year older too, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're going to look down and be like, "Holy crap! Like mm-hmm. what?" Like, how did that happen? All of a sudden, yeah. now I'm, you know, I'm 40, I'm 40, I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 70, I'm 80. Mm-hmm. I'm retiring from a job that I've been miserable in for 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. I've been in a marriage that I'm just not happy with. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go on and on, mm-hmm. you know? So, so anyway. Motivate yourself and get a support team around you and do the things that you need to do to make your life a good one. Yep. Today's podcast is brought to you by AG1. AG1 is an awesome powder that you can take every day, first thing in the morning. And it is, honestly, it gives you everything you need basically the second you wake up, all right? Second you wake up, all of a sudden, you get every nutrient. Well, not maybe not every nutrient you need. That's probably a little little dramatic, but it gives you 75 high-quality nutrients, vitamins and minerals and whole food source superfoods and it starts your day out right. Mom, you, uh, I didn't, for some reason, I thought you, I thought you, you had stopped taking AG1. I I took a break for a month. Yeah. And then I didn't, no, I was like, oh, I don't feel as well as I did. I need to get back on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just took a month break and now I'm back on at night. Mm -mm, Not going back. Mm -mm. Yeah. And, and what do you no. what do you notice the difference between the month you took off and now? Yeah, um, more energy. I have more energy with it, and I don't, you know, I don't get those afternoon slumps like right mm-hmm. now this time of day that we're recording. Yeah, and I sleep better. Yep, it's good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It really is. No matter what you're trying to work on, I mean, it's good for your your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, mm-hmm. your focus, your aging. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I don't think I've been more discouraged than I am with this new goal we set. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I really, I don't understand it. Like, oh, I just don't get it. No. 
it's two things that don't make sense. Number one, how do you back and let's say okay, we want uh, no certified fans. <laughs> reverse psychology. Don't come here. Do not come here looking to become a certified fan this month. We are closed. Frustrating. <laughs> um, I don't know what makes less sense: hurting yourself on a mattress or oh gosh, or the idea of getting zero. <laughs> yeah, having a consistent. Steady progress and then upping your goal by one <laughs> and then nothing happening. Um, sort of my fans, we'll start with you. Thank you so much for everything that you do for this show. It's not even just the contribution you make, but it's just the being a part of it. Like, I love our Facebook page so much. Me too. It makes Facebook so much better. There's so much negative shit on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But when you join the Certified Fans Facebook page, it's uh, like so many positive people. Mm-hmm. I love that we're helping each other out. Yeah. We're supporting each other. We're talking about our hard times. We're talking about our good times. It's mm-hmm. just, it's a really special place. And that's just one of the perks that you get when you become a certified fan is, is membership on that page. Mm-hmm. Uh, discounts and you get bonuses. And uh, one thing that I know that a lot of people look forward to is the uh, d- the shout out dedication that you get when you mm-hmm. join. So when you do join, you'll get a whole episode dedicated to you. Mm-hmm. Today we have no one. We have no new certified fans this whole entire month, which is like stressing me out because we did up our goal to four this month. We've still three. got ten days. Ten days. Hell, even even if we had three, I'd feel yeah. feel solid. <laughs> but uh, we don't. Mm-hmm. So um, they're out we'll, there. We'll, we'll spin our wheel. Our, our certified fan of the day is number sixty three, and that is mm. Dulce F. Dulce F oh. from Fallbrook, California. How are you, Dulce? Uh, so thankful to have you on our podcast, number 63. Mm. Been with us since June the 6th of 2020. Wow. Dulce, thank you so much for your continued support of Certified Mama's Boy. That is amazing. Really, really, really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Hope weather is beautiful in Fallbrook, California. I'm sure it is right now. <laughs> jealous. So it jealous. Fallbrook. It's you know? San Diego proper. All right. Oh, gotcha. Probably San Diego County. Gotcha. Isn't it fall- I mean, is that still part of San Diego? I think it is. Yeah. I mean, it was, mm, it was part of my listening area in San Diego. Beautiful. So Dulce F, thank you so much for mm. all of your support. Mm. We're going to dedicate this episode to you and mm. give you a whoop whoop. Whoop whoop to Dulce F from California. Thank you so much for your support. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, listen, we... <laughs> We need somebody, dear God. We need somebody to become a certified <laughs> we need fan this all month. The support we can get. Huh. Uh, if you would like to help us out, just text the word fans, F A N S, to 888 Kramer 8. It's a $6 contribution to the show. And I just know it really is uh, vital in the production of mm-hmm. Certified Mama's Boy. So, uh, fans, F A N S, to 888 Kramer 8. All right, we'll do our Ask My Mom segment for today. This is our uh, segment we do. It's an advice segment. We do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you're ever going through a dilemma, if you go to certifiedmamasboy.com and you uh, go to contact us, send me the yeah, send us the, the the dilemma you're going through. My mom has been a mom now for 43 years. We'll give you some motherly advice. We as your podcast family will hop in with our advice and we hopefully can help you find some kind of resolution to what you're going through. Mom, what do we have today? Okay, here we go. Dear Mama Yancey, so I could use your opinion on this. Last night, I went to dinner with my husband. I walked into Yard House and my jaw dropped because I saw one of my best friend's ex-husband on what looked to be a date with the woman she always was worried her husband was sleeping with 
while they were married. Uh I was stunned because my friend had cried to me so many times about this woman. She always thought he was cheating on her but could never catch him and even had him followed by another friend of ours who's a cop. They never caught him doing anything. The divorce was literally finalized a few weeks ago. So I don't know if he was cheating on her during their marriage or someone met up after the divorce. All I know is my friend is going to be so upset when she finds out. So, should I just not say anything or tell her now instead of her finding out later? I'm so sad for her and confused on what to do. Um, if this were me and it were and it were my friend, I would tell her. I would, because I think you're right. She'll be even more, I don't know how close the community is, but it would be even more horrifying for her to hear from someone she didn't know well or to see them out together. That would be tough. At least she'd be somewhat prepared for that. I don't. Or maybe see them on social media or, yeah, I would tell my friend. I don't know that I want to know. I want my friend to tell me. I don't, I don't know that, would you though? Cause I remember when I, we even remember my mom's not never been divorced. So <laughs> I remember True. it was really hard when I was getting divorced because people would tell me everything that my ex-wife was doing mm. and she was like out and about, you know, all the time. People send me pictures of her being out and being drunk and being crazy. It was just like, oh, mm. God, I couldn't get away from it. And I like, it's not going to change anything, you know. It's not like they're they're together anymore. They're not even separated, you know. They're right. officially divorced. Right. I don't think I would say anything. Hmm. I don't think because, like, what's going to happen? Okay, so let's say that she does find out from somebody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, does it really matter? Mm, I think it would just be harder to hear. Well, but like, why? Because it's not going to change sounds, anything. Well, I know, but it sounds like this friend, these two are very close. It sounds like if she said she's cried many times about it to her. I just don't. I don't think I would say. I don't think I would say anything. I don't. Mm-hmm. I no, really, really, really experience. don't. Yeah, I yeah. just I just feel like it's going to feel like crap unnecessarily because there's nothing you can do about it at this mm. point. That's and true. She may not find out, right? Like mm. there's no uh, there's nothing that says that she's absolutely going to find out that this is even happening. That's true. Um this may not even be a thing. Like I get it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's a gross feeling. It's 100% gross, disgusting. Ugh, hate it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know I just don't know that like it's necessary. The only, and now I'm trying to think about it from the reverse side. So imagine that this does happen and she doesn't say anything about it. And then her friend comes to her and said, Oh my God, you know, Jimmy's with, with Julie or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that going to be, uh, is that going to be an issue? Is that going to be an issue uh, later on, like, would you be mad? Would you be mad if your friend knew? Because mm, well, if she's point. like, if she's like, hey, you know, I, I heard mm. from my, or I saw the other day, or heard from somebody else that mm-hmm. this happened. Mm-hmm. I well, think I would just play dumb at that point. 
Yeah, I probably would play dumb at that point too if I hadn't. Right. If I hadn't told her. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's the best plan of action. And again, well, first off, the question is, I guess, would you want to know? I don't think I would want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you, I wouldn't want to know because again, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. So then, on the other hand, then if that's the case, then. I don't think I would want to tell my friend. And I think that if she ever were to bring it up, I would have to play dumb and just be like, oh my God, I had no idea. That's so mm-hmm. sad. And then comfort her then versus comforting her by actually pressing the wound only because they're not together anymore. Right. Right. Yeah, like they're not even if they were separated. Going, they're divorced. It's yeah. They're separated and like they were trying to figure out what to do mm-hmm. or they were married. Obviously you'd say something, but I just feel like in this case, mm-hmm. You may not want to say anything, mm. but mm. what what do you think? You want to call us, text us. We'll talk about it on the certified fans page too. Mm-hmm. Like what what's the right move here? Do you say something? I guess would you want to know? It, especially if you had you know fears and doubts in your relationship already before, mm-hmm. would that give you some kind of closure at least? To be like, oh, at least I was right, mm-hmm. or would you just not? You know, I just I just don't think it, that's the best outcome. Call us though eight 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 Kramer eight. And mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. And as promised here at the end, uh, this is the email, the internal email that we got today about talking about marijuana. Um, (laughs) Basically, the company is like, this is for the radio show. uh, The company is like, you know, it's a federal offense, basically. We cannot accept advertising for any circumstances for marijuana, except for businesses that are engaged in growth, manufacture, import, possession, use. Um, oh, these are the ones we can't, right? So for marijuana, anything with growth, manufacture, import, possession, use, or distribution. Um so it says, please keep this policy in mind. And in, in, in particular, with any 420 day tomorrow, uh, we ask that you exercise a great deal of discretion with respect to any 420 bits promotions and et cetera, which I don't remember them sending this out last year. <laughs> I remember they just and I did, did like two or three bits about about marijuana last year. Well, maybe not. Uh, maybe not this year. I ain't trying. I ain't trying. This is this is. But honestly, it's like what makes me sad about radio is because like we can't even talk about 420. Like goodness gracious. Alrighty, love you. See you tomorrow with Jimmy Mac. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.